Hello, and welcome back to the Budget Babe podcast. Happy Tuesday. I have just returned from vacation, and I can't think of a better way to kick off my week than to record a new podcast. I have a fun show for you today with my very first write-in, and I'm so excited to answer this letter on the show. Hi, I'm Ella, and welcome to the Budget Babe podcast, where we talk about living your best life without breaking your bank. I had a listener write to me yesterday. We're going to call her Phoebe. I'm going to call her Phoebe in honor of the TV show Charmed. It was in the late 90s, early 2000s. If you haven't seen it, it's kind of like Dawson's Creek, OC meets Hocus Pocus. And it's basically a soap opera. It's a classic. But just so you guys know, I do have consent to talk about this on the air. And I just got this in my inbox. And I'm taking it as a sign to discuss this question as it pertains to new relationships and money. So let's get to Phoebe's question, shall we? Here it is. Hi, Ella. I have an interesting question for you. From what I hear on your show, you may have a perspective on this. I met this guy on Bumble two months ago, and about two weeks later, he asked me to be his girlfriend. As long as we've been dating, we would spend most of the time together at either his place or mine. I'm going to address this, I promise. We have officially gone out for dinner three times. One was my birthday. I have also cooked for him twice already. He has never cooked for me. This could be typical for an American guy, I guess. I'm actually not from the States, but moved to Nashville three months ago. Long story. I'm not making a whole lot financially, and I've incurred a lot of expenses due to the recent move, and the divorce that I just went through will incur more expenses, I'm sure. I'm only making this work due to being very frugal with my money. I always have been. My boyfriend is 37, lives downtown, single with no kids, and doesn't cook, so I'm assuming he eats out a lot. He also enjoys going out for drinks with his friends and often sends me photos of this. The thing is, I really like this guy. He has an amazing sense of humor and will always call and text me throughout the day to see how I'm doing. But I have seen a few red flags that I wanted your opinion on. He wanted to go on for a two-day trip to Chattanooga, and it was his idea to spend the night. We were originally planning on a day trip. On the way to Chattanooga, he asked me what my hotel budget was, assuming we would split the cost. I told them that this disappointed me as I thought he was treating me to this trip. He then backed off and apologized. He took care of it. We had a great time. And that's when he asked me to be exclusive. Since that, we only went out once where he introduced me to his friends and coworkers. We have stayed at home since then. Yesterday, he offered to meet up on Monday. I have traditional values and I never offer first. I told him that I had a long day at work and won't feel like cooking, so I asked him if we could go to a new Italian place close by. His reply was, that sounds great, but we may have to go Dutch. I am riding on fumes until payday. Bear with me. I'm going to finish reading this letter. I don't consider myself a gold digger or a materialistic bitch, but I do believe in chivalry, and I feel like he should be pursuing me. I am not going to count his money. It's none of my business, but I'm wondering if he is really short on cash or just trying to find a way out of this. If I were a guy, I would be so embarrassed to say such a thing, or is this normal in the States? Bottom line, I really like him and see that he is interested in me too. I have met his friends, and he is talking about meeting 
his mother, introducing me to his mother. But honestly, I don't like his attitude. He should try harder. I have officially been his girlfriend for less than a month. What do you think about the whole going Dutch thing or just the whole situation? First of all, Phoebe, I want to thank you for trusting my judgment and asking me for my advice. I'm very honored that you did. Some of you listeners may also have some great advice on this. If you do, email me at the address in the description, lleconomic at gmail.com, and I can relay this on my Instagram page as well. So I'm going to tell you exactly what I think as I've lived through this and many listeners have as well. But before I dive deeper into answering to this, I'm going to let you know a few things about Budget Babe's latest sponsor, Democracy Works. Now let's get to the meat and potatoes of the conversation around Phoebe's situation. Relationships all look different and have different timelines. But my opinion is if you two are serious enough to meet each other's friends, families, and spend the night together in a hotel, you did indicate you had traditional values. I think it is definitely time to have that conversation around budgeting. Two months sounds like a short amount of time for me. But again, Everyone's timeline looks different, so I'm going to answer this accordingly. You have conveyed in the leather you are on a tight budget and you have to live frugally. Make sure he knows this and respects your boundaries around that budget. Asking you to split the hotel or whatever's on the budget on the way to Chattanooga shows that your boundaries need to be made more clearly or he just doesn't respect them. With that being said, you need to respect any boundaries that he may have around his money. You mentioned that he lives downtown and clarified to me later that he was renting after I asked you. I'm assuming that he lives in downtown Nashville. You said downtown. According to apartments.com, the average rent in Nashville is over $1,600 for a one-bedroom. And many leasing companies do require that you make three times the rent. But living downtown is anywhere in any city is not cheap. And it's going to be a good chunk of your budget. Rent will always be a good chunk of your budget. A lot of people will make sacrifices elsewhere so they can pay the rent in Nashville. You later clarified that he lives downtown also because he works downtown. So I can somewhat see the value in paying the rent for that. You may ask him what his future plans are, if he plans to buy a house or where he wants to live if he does. Create that conversation leading into the future. This could be a great way to segment into the budget conversation. I understand this is a taboo topic when it comes to dating, but you are conveying that things could get serious and you also showed that you already have emotional ties to this guy. The sooner you have the conversation, the better. It's just as important to align your money values as it is your spiritual values. Or for many company, many couples, um, political views are important. So a budget conversation is just non-negotiable. Simple as that. That's also going to show you what his values are and see if you guys are headed in the same direction towards other things in life. I know a lot of times uh, women, we want to focus on chemistry, but the logistics are just as important, if not more. I'll say it again. For this, you don't even have to know what his earnings are because what he earns is not going to matter if he fails to manage money. I understand that he's telling you that coasting on fumes may be concerning. A few things to consider. His rent, again, the cost of living in Nashville, uh, He, even though he's still employed, there are other aspects of his finances that could have been impacted by the COVID-19 precautions. Everybody is living tight here. Everybody's budgeting. Everybody's saving up. You may even ask him that. Ask him if he's got savings due to COVID or if COVID has changed the way that he manages his money. 
since you are living frugally and learning to save your money, you may want to even talk about ways that you're saving and ask him about his ways. Share some best practices with each other. This conversation could lead into a conversation on budgeting. You got to get a layout of what his expenses are, what leisure he wants to save out for. This should give you an idea whether he's responsible with money or not. If he is not, nor does he have savings, then if you still want to pursue the relationship after that, maybe do a masterclass together or a couple's workshop on money. There are wealth programs available online and even through churches everywhere. With money being a typical cause for a divorce, you just don't want to risk getting emotionally involved with somebody who's not financially stable. Secondly, I don't think for one bit that having standards around money makes you materialistic or quote unquote a gold digger. I would only call you a gold digger if you were dating him because of his money or forming a dependency on someone else's money. Materialistic would be if you were to expect him to buy you a Mercedes or a Chanel just so you can impress others. From here, I would just ask what he prioritizes in his life and find out what is important to him to budget for. Now, we all make mistakes in spending as we are human, but make sure he is at least being wise with his money. The reason he is not taking you out could just be that he wants to save money. I stated on my last podcast that research found the average person to spend over 3000 a year on dining out alone, not including groceries. Let him tell you if that's the case. You may also want to make your expectations clear that you have traditional values, but keep in mind that most American households actually do require two incomes. Therefore, it simply may just not be realistic to expect him to be able to eventually support you if that's what you want. That's just me being honest and making observations with my married friends. I also say that instead of focusing on dining out, maybe look at other ways he could be pursuing you. You said that he is wanting you to meet his family. That shows interest. Also, I recommend reading The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. It's a very short read. Then you can go to fivelovelanguages.com to see what your love language is as well as his. Again, fivelovelanguages.com. It is a life changer on relationships. It's just as good as the Enneagram, in my opinion. This is going to bring a new perspective on how you both love one another and how you show love and how you receive love. Where I want to go with this is I feel like you and I both kind of hold that belief that a man needs to pursue a woman. A man can do this without spending a lot of money on you. For example, I'm going to share with you that my best friend of 15 years, Amanda, got married to an incredible guy this weekend. What impressed me about him is that he is not only kind to her, but he made the effort to get to know her friends and family. They even came to Nashville a few times and had dinner with me in the years that they were dating. That's from Kingsport, Tennessee. That's a five-hour drive each way. What really impresses me about Anthony is that during the weekend of the wedding, he and his family were asking for ways to help us decorate. They offered to buy us food, treat us to drinks. During the weekend, he asked me for advice on the couple's dance, since I teach dance, because he wanted to make sure that he got that dance right for Amanda during the reception. He also continued to check in on Amanda in ways that he can reduce any stress that she may be feeling, make her feel adored, ensure that she had the best wedding weekend ever. It's also worth noting that he regularly gets allergy shots because he is allergic to cats, but knows how much Amanda loves her cat and loves the cat as his own as well. He even offered to honor the Viking tradition and for weddings where the wife gets another cat. After the wedding, he sent messages to each one of the bridesmaids, myself including, on how grateful he was for each of us and our friendship to Amanda. 
He just has a great reliving relationship with her family. He visited her mom in the hospital once. So congratulations to my wonderful friends, Anthony and Amanda. There are ways, Phoebe, in which he pursues my best friend and shows her love. That's what your friends and family want for you. Phoebe, I haven't even met you, and that's what I want for you. I want somebody that shows you love in many other ways other than just taking you to dinner. You deserve someone that cares for your well-being and not just having a plus one to events. If your new boyfriend can't have the money conversation with you, then I'm just going to tell you that it's time to move on. But what I'm not seeing in that letter is that he may be trying to pursue you in other ways. I don't see anything wrong with wanting chivalry, but my point is that chivalry comes in many different forms besides taking you out to dinner and buying you Chanel. You may even want to consider treating him to dinner or concert since he's treated you. Some advice on money being tight. You should be open to ways of making more money. If you have a hobby of taking photographs, doing charcuterie boards, cleaning, offer that up. You can even sign up for DoorDash or Tackle. That money can come to you as well if you're living frugally. If you want someone who's financially stable, you should be financially stable. Simple as that. That doesn't mean you have to earn a ton. It just means being responsible and having a budget. As for other components of this relationship, you should possibly find ways to get creative and spend time together. You can play a board game, watch sports together, do a craft, find a new movie, do an Enneagram test, find out what each other's Enneagram is. The five love languages would be perfect for you. Uh, Just hike a few trails. And as the COVID restrictions are getting lifted, there's going to be more free entertainment all over the city of Nashville. So I'm going to conclude this episode. I know it's kind of a short and sweet episode by wishing all of you the best pursuits of love and success. And I hope you found this information helpful and enjoy this information as much as I did making this episode. I love you all and would love any feedback to ellaconomic at gmail.com. Also follow my Instagram at ellaconomic where I can relate any advice you all have for Phoebe. Have an amazing week and I can't wait to share more with you next week. Hey again, it's Ella from Budget Babe Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it. It would mean the world to me if you would leave a review, letting me know what you think. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram, Ella Konomic, E-L-L-A-C-O-N-O-M-I-C. I would love to connect with you and hear what you think. Thanks again.